0: Widespread flooding triggered by Typhoon Ulysses hits the Philippine province of Cagayan, leaving at least nine people dead. Local officials now call for help in rescuing more stranded residents. Philippine Interior Secretary Eduardo Año orders local officials to temporarily lift community quarantine restrictions for faster delivery of aid to typhoon-hit areas and President-elect Joe Biden solidifies his victory over President Donald Trump after winning the state of Georgia. <music> Good afternoon, I'm Ray Mosni Dayline Philippines Weekend begins right now. Nine people are dead in Cagayan province as rainfall brought by typhoon Ulysses washed down from nearby provinces causing unprecedented flooding. Four were killed in landslides, two drowned, and three were electrocuted. Governor Manuel Mamba says over 150 villages and 24 towns remain submerged in floods, reaching up to the roofs of most houses. More than 13,000 families or 47,000 residents have been displaced. The Philippine Coast Guard has already rescued more than 200 people trapped by the floods across the whole Cagayan Valley region, but thousands more are still crying for help.
1: po no, talagang Isabela, Isabela, Vizcaya, Quirino a uh, safe and of course Kalinga, mm-hmm. lahat po kasi nang tubig niyan no ay pupunta sa amin kasi po yung catch basin ng kagayan River yung magatlam din po no uh, yan po regular po na nagbibitaw uh, ng tubig yun po ang post na unpre- unprecedented na level po ng, okay. uh, qua, ng uh, flooding dito sa ito po yung mga pangangailangan din namin yung mga rescuers no uh, pero mahirap po pumasok ng kagayan ngayon dahil ang God. ang national road po natin ay hindi na passable ngayon. No? Uh, from Tugigraw hanggang sa Apari po, marami po ang mga uh, underwater na national road.
0: The National Disaster Risk Reduction and Management Council says it will now prioritize rescue efforts in Cagayan as local officials appeal for more boats and other floating assets. We have been monitoring the incidents
2: in Cagayan Valley and the focus of our, our response operations is to direct all augmented support to the province of Cagayan Valley. And at this time, while the... Flooding incidents here in Southern Luzon and here in Metro Manila are already subsiding. Um, we are diverting now the resources for search and rescue to Region 2.
0: Palacanang Assures residents of the Cagayan Valley region, rescue efforts are ongoing. The palace says aside from the Philippine Coast Guard resources, The Philippine National Police also deployed this morning nearly 750 search and rescue personnel and over 1,000 standby support force. Meanwhile, the Health and Social Welfare Departments are currently providing assistance to affected residents in Cagayan Valley. As for the armed forces... It says all the resources of the entire Joint Task Force TALA are being used to rescue and provide relief to affected residents in Cagayan Valley and the Cordillera administrative region.
2: The President is on top of the situation. He is in constant communication with the Secretary Neltsin Lorenzana and uh, Yusek Halad of NDRRMC. At ganyan din po ang kanyang coordination pagdating po sa DSWD at sa DOH. So, hindi naman po tayo put, uh, unprepared dahil naka-preposition po ang ating mga pangangailangan. Dinagdagan lang po natin ang air access dati sa RNN.
0: Now, Magat Dam and Isabella continues to release excess water following the onslaught of Typhoon Ulysses. For more details, we now have on the line, ABS-CBN correspondent Danielle Reboloso. Danielle, what more can you tell us?
2: Rain Magat Dam is now on its fifth day in releasing excess water following the onslaught of Typhoon Ulysses. According to engineer Carlo Ablan of the Flood Forecasting and Weather System of National Irrigation Administration they started releasing water last November 9 in preparation for typhoon Ulysses as of 11 in the morning, only two spillway gates are open with an opening of four meters. The water being released is at 1,365 meters, while the inflow of water in the watershed is at 1,271 centimeters as well. As well, Currently, the water level of, of the reservoir is at 192.20 meters above sea level, which is less than one meter away from the spilling level of 193 meters above sea level. Even though Magat Dam is still releasing water, the water level in Buntuz Bridge and Cagayan is slowly subsiding and is now 12.8 meters.
0: Rain? Danielle Raboloso reporting to us from Isabella. Thank you. Now, the death toll from Typhoon Ulysses climbs up to 32. That's according to the National Disaster Risk Reduction and Management Council. Floods have begun to recede in some areas in Luzon, which was the most affected by Typhoon Ulysses. But many displaced families have yet to return to their homes.
2: While others are already going back to their uh, homes, um, we still have uh, families and individuals inside the evacuation center. We have monitored around 161 road sections and 58 bridges that are not still passable, according to DPWH, and ongoing road clearing operations are still being enacted.
0: The grim death toll comes just over a week after typhoon or super typhoon Rolly had already claimed at least 25 lives. Typhoon Ulysses, just like Rolly, left a trail of destruction that officials say may take some towns and cities years before they can fully recover. Interior Secretary Eduardo Año has directed local government units to lift community quarantine restrictions for now to allow the entry of relief and rescue groups to typhoon-hit areas. Año says the order includes media personnel covering the typhoon aftermath. Año's statement comes following reports on social media that news and aid workers were being blocked from entering devastated areas due to COVID-19 quarantine protocols. Some local government units are allegedly asking visitors to present police-issued travel authorities and to undergo 14-day quarantine. Well, the past three typhoons, Quinta, Rolly, and Ulysses, left 10 billion pesos in damage to Philippine agriculture. That figure does not include yet the impact of recent flooding in northern Luzon. Agriculture chief William Dar says the losses cover high-value crops, including rice and abaca, and will cause a big impact on food security. But Dar adds the government is now rolling out aid for the industry.
2: Ang apektado itong tatlong bagyo na ito, 150,000 farmers at uh, total hectare ay 275,000 uh, hectares. Mayroon tayong tinatawag na uh, nasaved na-save dun sa production kasi nag-early warning system tayo at uh, malaking tulong yung pag-asa report. They are giving us 10 days before the typhoon arrives. So ang suma total yung nasave natin uh, bago dumating itong tatlong uh, malalaking uh, or malalakas na bagyo ay 32 billion pesos.
0: The World Health Organization warning against complacency in the fight against COVID 19. In his closing remarks at the World Health Assembly Friday, WHO Chief Tedros Gebreyesus urged countries not to solely rely on a vaccine, saying the world has a long way to go in managing the health crisis. His message comes after U.S. drug maker Pfizer and his German partner BioNTech said their experimental vaccine is proving to be more than 90% effective in preventing the deadly virus.
3: This is no doubt that a vaccine will be a vital tool for controlling the pandemic and we're encouraged by the preliminary results of clinical trials released this week. Never in history has the vaccine research progressed so quickly We must apply the same urgency and innovation to ensuring that all countries benefit from this scientific achievement. But we have a long way to go. The world cannot put all its eggs in one basket and neglect the many other tools at our disposal.
0: COVID-19 has infected more than 53 million people all over the world 11 months since the disease emerged in China. Over 1.3 million have died, while 34 million others recovered. The United States is confident there will be enough COVID-19 vaccine for 20 million Americans by December. The country's vaccine program chief's announcement comes after President Donald Trump said vaccine will be available to all Americans as soon as April.
3: So the two vaccines that uh, are completing their phase three trial are likely to be filing their uh, files with the uh, FDA for a potential emergency use authorization within the next few weeks. And hopefully, if approved, they could be uh, used for immunization in the U.S. population in the month of December. And we have, we plan to have enough vaccine doses available for use in the U.S. population to immunize about 20 million individuals in the month of December, and another 25 to 30 million per month on an ongoing basis from there on. And as of the month of February or March, if we have more vaccines approved, such as the live uh, vectored vaccine, we may be able to immunize a larger number of Americans uh, uh, on an ongoing basis uh, per month.
0: The U.S. has the most number of coronavirus cases in the world, at 10.7 million. As infections continue to rise, governors across the western United States are scrambling to roll out measures to curb the spread of COVID-19.
4: We're planning
2: to update these executive orders and public health orders to make it clear that hospitals experiencing stress and strain serving patients must begin a mandatory scale back of elective procedures for the surge of patients uh, in the coming weeks. Today, I am signing an executive order mobilizing the Idaho National Guard to respond to this emergency and expand capacity within Idaho's medical and long-term care facilities. The National Guard is always ready to assist with the emergencies and natural disasters. They are heroes and an incredible resource in times of need. My executive order calls up 100 Guardsmen to increase critical access in health care statewide.
0: Back here at home, the Philippines logged nearly 2,000 cases on Friday, even as 29 accredited laboratories failed to submit data due to the typhoon. The health department says the majority, or 22 out of 29 of the laboratories that were unable to submit data, were based in the national capital region, as well as central and southern Tagalog, which were affected by the typhoon. The latest cases bring the country's total to more than 404,000 but only a little over 34,000 of that remain active. The virus, however, has claimed 31 more lives, raising the death toll to 7,752. The DOH also not discounting the possibility of an increase in COVID-19 infections inside evacuation centers. The agency urges safety officers deployed by local government units to enforce at least the minimum health protocols. The ties between Washington and Southeast Asia have never been stronger. That's according to U.S. National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien during his speech at the biannual ASEAN Summit. O'Brien spoke of the strategic partnership between the U.S. and the ASEAN region, especially in dealing with the coronavirus crisis. The summit was held online due to the ongoing pandemic, with O'Brien and other speakers calling in from countries worldwide.
3: Time of global crisis, the U.S. ASEAN strategic partnership has become even more important as we work together to combat the coronavirus. We deeply appreciate ASEAN partners' efforts to keep the key supply chains open, factories operating, and PPE flowing. We are glad to have contributed $87 million to combat the coronavirus in the ASEAN region, to include providing American made ventilators and PPE to our ASEAN partners. These contributions build upon the robust foundation the United States and ASEAN countries have partnered to build in the area of public health and the fight against infectious disease over the past two decades.
0: U.S. President-elect Joe Biden solidifies his victory over President Donald Trump. This after the state of Georgia went his way, according to Edison Research, leaving Trump little hope of reversing the outcome through legal challenges and recounts. Biden becomes the first Democrat to win in Georgia since 1992. He has also flipped Arizona. Edison Research, meanwhile, projected Trump would win North Carolina, the only other battleground state with an outstanding vote count. This would cement the vote tally at 306 for Biden and 232 for Trump. In his first public remarks in over a week, Trump appeared to acknowledge the possibility of an upcoming Biden presidency while talking about the administration's COVID-19 response.
3: I will not go. This administration will not be going to a lockdown. Hopefully the The uh, whatever happens in the future, who knows which administration will be. I guess time will tell. But uh, I can tell you this administration will not go to a lockdown. There won't be necessity. Lockdowns cost lives and they cost a lot of problems. The cure cannot be, you got to remember, cannot be worse than the problem itself. And I've said it many times.
0: A resounding victory for Myanmar's ruling party. Myanmar leader Aung San Suu Kyi's party, the National League for Democracy, has swept to a landslide win in the election, gaining 396 seats, which are far above the 322 needed to secure a majority. The ruling party has said it would seek to form a government of national unity. Adding its election victory showed that the people still have faith in Suchi's leadership. Suchi's government remains hugely popular in Myanmar, despite its reputation collapsing abroad due to accusations of genocide against the country's Rohingya Muslim minority. A deadly encounter between India and Pakistan Friday. Troops from the two countries exchanged fire along the heavily militarized border, leaving a dozen people dead. Details in this report.
4: At least 15 people were killed in cross border shelling between India and Pakistan on Friday. Officials said this is one of this year's deadliest days along the heavily militarized frontier, separating the nuclear armed rivals. Indian officials said the barrage of mortars and other weapons along several parts of the line of control the de facto border, began after Indian troops foiled an infiltration attempt from Pakistan in northern Kashmir. Pakistan military said in a statement it had responded to unprovoked and indiscriminate firing by the Indian army. Both India and Pakistan claim Kashmir in full, each rules part of the region, with New Delhi long accused its neighbour of fueling an insurgency, which Pakistan denies. Indian and Pakistani troops regularly exchange fires across the mountainous border. Both sides also accuse the other of firing at civilian areas. According to official data, more than 40 civilians have been killed in firing between India and Pakistani troops this year. And that's line
0: Philippines Weekend. I'm Rain Musni. Thank you so much for joining us and keep it here on ANC.